name is Bakran Babalala and I welcome you to another exciting episode of The Rouse. And um, due to popular demand, I have brought back um, our very own Vasola on the platform. Say, Vasola, welcome. Say hello to your people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, everyone. Glad to be back here again and, you know. Yeah, please, and um, you can introduce reintroduce yourself to those that are just coming in for the first time. All right, my name is Busola Akinosho, um, also known as HRCC, um, the CEO of Center Speed Nigeria. We do consultings for SMEs, especially with specifications with you know emphasis on um, HR matters, employee issues, and setting up an HR department for firms. Okay. So, in case you don't know, this is our in-house HR person. <laughs> yeah, she's the HR for the country. <laughs> so, she's just a call away. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, um, how has Center Speed been doing since the last time you were here? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, Center Speed is running now for like three years and... Um, it keeps getting better, okay. you know, and, um, but, you know, well, th- that's, that's one of the things we'll talk about today anyway, in terms of business and how to, you know, either keep, you know, uh, retaining your customers, okay. attracting new ones at the same time, and at the same time, how to manage them. So we've had all sorts, you okay. know, in the course of running business, the good, the bad, the ugly, okay. you know, all sorts. So... But center speed is fine, you know. We keep thriving amidst all circumstances and keep pushing, you know. And I also noticed that um, you recently launched your YouTube channel and... <laughs> okay, <laughs> so yeah. What's so what's that about? All right, well... Are you trying to compete with us? <laughs> yes. Aww. I'll say yes. <laughs> trying to be like the, the, the champions, mm-hmm. you know, at it. But we just felt the need to reach out to more people on that space. You know, reach out to people in terms of... On, on even soft issues, like okay. what happens on a daily basis with your business. What happens on a daily basis also in your career. You know, because... Over time, working with people, working with companies too, we found out that, you know, people have issues, really. People have issues and they are looking for ways of expressions, who to talk to. Well, especially in the HR space, almost look as if, you know, uh, we are almost always at the detriment of the employer. You know, so people need someone to talk to, who to defend them, a voice to be heard. And we feel, you know, this channel will be a platform of engagement. You know? All right. So before we go on, can you please tell people the, the, the name of the channel? Okay. It's just Busala Akin Show too. Just my name. All know? right. All right. So you got that Busala Akin Show. The Akin Show doesn't have H there. <laughs> yes. There's all right. No okay. H. So you get that. So go visit the, the YouTube page. Uh, also, but I wanted to know, are you too afraid that um, you dishing out this um, comforting word or the secret or something into the business would um, um, limit the people that approach you for businesses? No, meaning revealing. Yeah, you know, you know, for for your, your your YouTube page now, I know you would have um to divulge some information. Okay, yes, okay. I'm seeing that they're supposed to normally consult you on for that. Yes. Now, um, I've learned over the years that you know, most times the way to get more is to give. Okay. Actually, and so I've been working on with that principle for a long time, and I think. Uh, once once you give out, you know, it just has a way of coming back to you. Okay. So, yes, information should be out there for people to latch on. And even through that, you know, you just never can tell who 
you know who the net is catching in based on that information so you see people yeah you know the information but you may still need to just know more and it just gives you that access for people to connect with you and then reach out to you for more all right all right it's okay thank you very much so basically um today we'll be talking about um how to scale up your business and um, she has um, primed for us um, the five critical steps in scaling your business. So we're hearing more from Busola. So you said on number one, evaluate and plan. Can you please um, expand that for us? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, right before we go into, you know, the five steps, yeah. you know, I want to talk about reason why you even need to scale up Okay. and what scaling up entails too you know so if you are running a business i think you should listen to this and when you get to a point in time when you feel like um um you have so much demands to the extent that you have to start rejecting others you know that means something needs to be done okay you know you need to pay attention to something when you feel the need that okay there's need to build capacity because scaling up actually just simply means um building up capacity and capability you know okay. so when you feel that okay at this point in time we i we need to we can't take more orders in you are, you've started rejecting others okay. you know that means something has to be done you can't turn away deals customers, yes you can't turn away customers so you need to scale up you need to um, oh so that means you must be at a certain level of growth for it you want to consider scaling up yes uh, i know someone that i recommend about like 70 percent you know once well before you start out your business anyway have projections have where you want to get to now uh someone uh, you know i'd propose that once you reach 70 percent of your of the target set in terms of growth or in terms of sales then it's time to you know open up your latch and okay. increase you know uh, your capacity, base yeah. yeah so some have recommended 70 percent before you know you scale up some say 50 i would also recommend 70 percent you know because that has worked okay. you know before you know once you see that okay uh, the capacity you have is almost tipping over and not even down to 100%. You don't wait till you can't take more before you, you know, open up room for more. Okay. So get to 70% of your capacity, then you increase. You know, increase. And in that way, you, you know, you almost, you just attract that same level of increase. So it is advice that I would personally advise that once you reach 70% of your, you know, capabilities yeah. in terms of even manpower in terms of um, you know in terms of manpower in terms of customer trains coming in then you need to scale enlarge up. your tent you know and okay. scale up all right so the first thing to look at is actually to evaluate and plan now what do we mean by you know that evaluate and plan. and plan you know so here we are just going to you know uh, discuss it and talk like you know, just break it down. We are not okay. talking theories. We are not making it too, you know, bogus yeah. and complicated. We are not speaking plenty English, yeah. you know, too, at the same time. So evaluate and planning just means that, you know, just sit down and get your paper, you know, and and look at your figures. You know, look at your figures. Look at in the past two, three years or how many years you've been running. Look at where you are at okay. the moment. And then... Um, well, they call it sales forecast and sit down and make it, it, it like a sales forecast of where you want to be. You know, when doing this, you look at um, 
the current trend you have, your customer size, you know, you may have to do this down to you, your finances, your figures and okay. all that. So in doing this, really, sometimes you may need someone to work with. I was about to ask a question. Like, is it like, <laughs> are you going as a CEO, are you going to be the one sitting down? Sitting down, no. So usually, usually if, you have, if you have a good accountant within the system, you know, this is what they are supposed to do. Okay. And then um, you definitely need a strategic uh, strategy, you know, sessions or something. Sessions and uh, no strategy planners. Okay. You know, people that can sit down with you and then look at the next ten years, five years of your business and see how you need to improve. So, first thing to do is to just first sit down and have evaluate where you are, what has been happening, and then start making projections. So, evaluating and planning is just all about you know projections, yeah. making your taking forecast. your stock and seeing where you're going. Uh, yes, taking your stock. Yeah, if you have stock. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I mean by stock, generally, just is the same thing as evaluation, generally. You just mm. think about where you've come from, where you are currently. Yes. Taking and, stock of everything. And where you are going, but most especially, especially what you need for where mm, you are going. going. You know, so when you are planning, you know, it opens up a whole lot of things for you to look at. Because I'm thinking, okay, in the next five years, yes, I want to get there, but how do I get, get there? there? So when while planning, it just opens up a lot of things for you to, to, look, to look into. into so yeah. at every certain point in a business, while you're running a business, you need to evaluate and plan. All right. So you get that. So for you should note that for you to um, um, scale up your business, that means you must have a business you're scaling up in itself. Exactly. So it's not necessarily... Exactly. Okay, so um, you know we talked about the last time you heard, we talked, made mention about uh, one-man business and the likes. So what about... Um, does this affect people that run their... They are CEO online. <laughs> you know, they have a, a hair kingdom. They sell weavers and all. <laughs> they sell food online. Yes, definitely. There they, they will come a point in time where you need to look at where you are. And uh, I would like to say maybe uh, the, the popular word, give yourself brain. <laughs> Call yourself to order. Okay. And get to know that, okay, am I am I doing fine right. or I'm just uh, pirating? <laughs> you know, so there's need to calm down and take stock. You know, am I making profit? Is it making sense? Okay. Or I'm just blowing money into it? So everyone needs to do that. Even if you're not running a business for your personal life, I mean, you need to just do a check, self-check right. every now so, and then. So um, the second point you raise is uh, you're talking about finding the money. Yes. Sabeg, if you don't find the money, give me connection. Cut soap for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> we'll be cutting we'll be cutting bread and all <laughs> so but really okay yes uh we need to you need to find the money okay now um scaling requires funding okay you know uh, getting bigger requires money and let no one deceive you it is expedient it is necessary and so uh, you need to find money so in this segment you know one we just need to talk about you have to take stock of your industry, how you play, where you play, okay. you know, and seek opportunities that are available in that line. You know, so we know now in Nigeria for most people in agriculture, you know, we have, um, we know, we know the government is fully, you know, trying to support agricultural oh, gosh, businesses. Yeah. And, you know, we have different funding grants from different, you know, uh, platforms created by the government you know for people to access funds and then we also know that during the pandemic during the lockdown you know the government tried pushing out so many you know funds out yes, there yes. you know so th those are opportunities to put your ears to on the ground 
especially once you know what runs in your industry okay you know so we have some grants from government you know uh Closely also follow, you know, Bank of Industry, that's BOHI, to know when those policies are coming out and okay. how to actually penetrate them. And uh, the, kind of, the kind of funds also you need to get at this point in time, you may just have to be, you may take a little risk, you know. Okay. Now you have started, actually. Okay, you have a track record. You have a track record. You're going somewhere, you know. So uh, someone or institutions may actually listen to you at this point you know uh, while starting it may be difficult to find someone to listen to you yes. because uh, economy is peculiar you know but once you are scaling up ensure that you have something on ground usually they will ask for collaterals that's for the banks they will ask for things you have they will ask for assets you know that you can you know but you need something to put down you know so those are the things to work towards you know while seeking funding and if you have the means to ask for um investors you know that are not too greedy when it comes to returns and all okay. that you know go ahead and push for it but you need funds to be able to scale up you need funds to get a larger you know uh, larger capabilities you know needed for the business so yes you need to find the money yeah but you know um i some years back i came across um, i won't mention names because this people are popular that um they shared uh, an idea this testron is an online ticketing something company i think i mentioned ticketing i beg you making a no consume you i don't get money all right so they approached this certain man that was in the tech space to, for funding and everything and the man just said eh. <laughs> what you said about the ingredients was just uh, let me give you i think was it twenty five thousand dollars then and let me just change everything let me buy it off you and mm. so you know when you're looking for investors in quotes yeah you you need to be and wise. because they had shared some proprietary documents and also the inner workings of their operations and since they didn't agree the man had the money set up his own and i think he swallowed up the market for them wow that's sad so when you're finding the money i think i need to have that interview we watch and pray as you just said <laughs> <laughs> so you know we are approaching or yes. the institution you're approaching to so are they going to kill your business mm. or not and um don't be naive you mm-hmm. know in in the space especially when you are seeking for investors like that go with a lawyer get uh, people that are vast in that area you know to uh, to carefully draft documents that you are going with you know to look through everything you have to do so that you are protected actually yeah but you know sometimes asking you know um i come across a, a vc venture capitalist and the likes whereby they they won't want to sign an nda Mm-hmm. That's a non-disclosure agreement. agreement. Yeah, they don't want to sign it. They're like, they can also meet somebody else that has a similar idea. So because of you, if sign with you now, they will not. Be, I need to sign up with the other person. It becomes an issue. So and there's no way you want to get an investor whereby you won't have to review everything. Exactly yeah, you, you, that, those are one of the risks one has to take. You know why seeking out? But as much as possible, if you could get investors that are close and personal, you know that would. Um, they won't have to, you know, play funny at the end of the day. Although sometimes close and personal too. Play if funny. I tell you my story of close and personal, <laughs> my sister, it is well. I had an uncle whereby we supposed to have a deal with a in, with other countries. A foreign fund got um, a company to um they like my company was supposed to be like um, the in between. You need to get a company, a foreign company, to build something in another African country. So um, I called my uncle, who I believe had an international reach. 
for him to get some companies where I can do the job because it was a UN funded um, project. So at first he brought the company. Later, when he saw the volume of the of the because it was running to tens of millions of dollars, and we were supposed to just get something like a percentage of the of the whole thing, like 0.5 or one percent or thereabout, which is just about two and two million dollars or do or so. I discovered that so we created an agreement, and I discovered that this same my uncle, small by small, he now told me he got the company all right. He now told me that uh, he needed to have three more names. Like, where are these names coming from? He said, uh, these are the people, this one connected me to this one. This one connected me to this one. This one now connected me to the main. Uh, like, three persons <laughs> added to the sharing formula. formula. I said, okay, no, wahala. So, I had a friend with me who actually has the connect to the other African country. I was when I knew my uncle. Before, I was not around for a, for a period of time. My, then my uncle then removed my name wow. from the documents. And it was my friend that now called me and said, he was looking through the final document and he could not find money. And he asked my uncle. And my uncle told him that, don't worry, I'll take care of Baba. Wow. <laughs> because of that, the deal did not go through. So, <laughs> family <laughs> sometimes can be <laughs> the people, the village To people. run away from. Yeah. So, anyways, you were talking about, um, moving on to the third point. You talked about find your sales. Where do we find the sales, please? Well... <laughs> that is peculiar to the industry you play at you know so um you know the good book says that uh, have you seen any man who wants to start up on a journey or a project on a project that won't first sit down and take stock you know and take into record what the journey would entail so finding sales actually here is because at this point you've um you had sales before, before okay. but you are, you, are, you are trying to expand and get more into that. So you go all out, you know, in terms of sales strategy. This is uh, the point where you put sales strategy in place. At this point, you may need to recruit more hands, you know, to help with the strategy, with the sales strategy drive, okay. you know, look into your space and go for sales that's that's the life beat so to say of your business so uh finding your sales peculiar to your industry uh, get more hands on deck you know but why getting hands on deck too you have to look at your budget your hr budget yes. you know in that line too before you go all out and then get more people in but you know so you have to sit down and plan your sales have a sales strategy for this next level okay and I know, like you said, you must have had a sales strategy in place before. I know that since um, our space, the SME space generally, uh, is going digital, do you, mm -hmm. you talked about recruiting more hands or something. Are you talking about recruiting more hands physically or on the internet space? Every possible means of recruiting. But I think on the internet space now, uh, uh, maximizing the digital space could help, you know, saving a lot of you know, physical Ed, overhead, uh, overhead costs. Cost. So yes, maximize that. Anything to get your face out there. Yeah, that's true. So anything to get your face, your brand out there, awareness about what you do, the kind of people you reach out to. So yes, go digital. I think we've even entered that terrain, you know, Already. fully. You know, if you are not out there on uh, the digital space, if you are not, if people are not seeing you, I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> really? So you need to be out there. People are glued to their phones now glued to systems 
I'm gradually even moving away from the TV. Yes. Yes. The TV is boring now. <laughs> so uh, I think we spilled into even the fourth point. We talked about technology. Yeah, technology. Technology. So do you have more points to add in that regard? Yes. Well, uh, it could be a bit capital um, intensive, okay. a little bit, but in the long run, it's worth the while. That's why we had said find the money. Why finding the money? You should be ready to know where you're actually okay. putting the funds into. Okay. And so these are the areas to look into when expanding. You know, finding the funds is meant for you know infrastructural you know um enlargement yes if i can use that word you know at this point but find the money to invest in assets invest also in technology uh once you have all these things like well i'm not too techy you know but i know that you don't go out of stock with some of them and <laughs> like like i know that some of all these things once you get them if i if you want to sell them they become more expensive when after getting them and when you have to resell you know so you can't miss it with technology you know it can only just get better with it and technology also requires um automating your systems okay yes. you know that comes with um, getting the proper you know automations in place automations in terms of even sales uh, down to processes hr systems down to a crm you know system in place you know for the organization because the more you get things automated you know it improves you know efficiency yes people are more you you you, you it reduces you know time spent yeah. everything becomes a sink thing yes so automation is the next phase to go try and get every part of your system duly automated just makes life easy and your last point um people and partnership yes so we get to a point in time where, you know, I talked about why finding sales anyway, you know, you may need to recruit more hands to drive, to drive the strategy, to drive the sales strategy. Now, staffing too is important. Well, scaling up is, it comes with money, like I, I've said, you know, it's all about money, you know, and sometimes you may not just be able to push it through alone. Okay. You know, you may consider partnership. You know, you may consider, you know, bringing in someone that has this aspect of a business line you want to go into, you know, on a partnership, you know, level, level you know, and if it's, if it's staffing, you know, you would have to weigh the options. If it past partnership whereby you won't need to pay so much on, on salary, yeah. you know, you could go into partnership and the person gets to have a percentage of whatever comes in. And if you don't want, you know, that thing about partnership, partnership, you know, mm -hmm. shareholding and all that, you know, you could choose to recruit someone at that level. But it comes with a cost and you must be ready to, you know, to pay bear for the that. Cost. So all these five factors need to be put in place at the point of planning. Okay. Actually, yeah. So that uh, oh, I've had a couple of not, people. Okay. Yes, it's at the very beginning. It's at the very beginning. You have okay, to so look at the Okay, so these five factors. Picture. Okay, you want to make uh, give give a reference? Finish that first. Yeah, I, I wanted to give an example of. Um, no, I'd forgotten. Oh. I wanted to share a story. Give an example. I think of someone that known. Yes, you know, you get the funds, and you just find out that what what happened to the old money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because if it's not properly it's planned, planned for, for yes. yes, I mean, needs will come, things will come. I say, I should you know, be I just, <laughs> you may not even be Ashwabi, be, it may be business needs. You know, I've seen so many genuine people with a good heart, you know, to make it well, you know, just get it wrong along the way. And 
if you look through what they've done, it's not as if they spent it on themselves. Could just be wrong decisions, you know. Okay. Uh, at some certain point a in wrong time. Wrong decision, wrong yes. hiring. Yeah. So at that very beginning, get someone to work with you at the point of you know scaling up. Sit down, plan appropriately before you launch out. That's interesting. So, um, like I said um, earlier, there are basically five points. They are much um, a shorter podcast today. But the, another thing I would like to to ask. So, these five critical points you just made mention of are they supposed to be part of your business plan? Um, business plan at the point of um, scaling up, yes. But while even starting out. You know, in terms of uh, writing a business plan to start yes. with, yes. You know, you have to look at, you have to tell us what's happening in terms of your sales for, forecast, what the business is all about, you know, how you intend to make money. So at the beginning uh, phase, yes, these are, uh, you know, you are just, you are building up on those okay. on those points when it comes to scaling up. Because why uh, business planning, you are looking at, uh, you start out with, yes, uh, uh, the first two years the first few years you look at um, your sales you look at marketing strategy you look at your industry you look at competition yeah. you know you look at your profitability also forecast so all this has to be to to be in place at the very beginning why starting out? That's why, yes, there's need for a good business plan. Why starting out? Uh, I, I made mention of that when I was speaking last week and on how not to fail as a startup. And the very first point I raised was the business plan thing. And, you know, people just assume that they can just write um, anyhow or something, not knowing that they should contact a professional because it's not just something that you just pop up in your head or something. Mm. You need to, it's a strategy on its own that helps yes, you but i noticed that most people after writing it they write it usually just because they want to get funding from mm-hmm. <laughs> from people yes, or from organizations yeah. so yeah. they don't usually and, write and, it and because to, there's so much noise about it too as well that they have a business plan ah, business plan you know so and they many, don't even follow it they just go at the spirit leads yes so well we've we've had to write a couple for some some of our clients and do they follow it well, we, we do our own part, you know, <laughs> to ensure we deliver on the document, you know, how they push it through. Although we partner with some of them, but some is just for, okay, write me a business plan and then I'm off. Or I need it for funding purposes, then I'm off, you know. And But, but what he allows you to know is to actually feel the pulse of the business. It allows you to know, uh, okay, what is at stake? in this that's why you can't know it all that's why when, when you were saying you may need someone to help out like especially when it comes to the figures part yes. you know the money part finances you because you have to pre, uh, yeah. provide your p you and know, accounting l thing usually looks like a gibberish <laughs> in my eyes yes so you need that part you know accurately captured you know so yes definitely you need a third party you know and someone who is um uh, good at it too at the same time to help proofread and check and help you see the bigger picture help you see the shortfalls the flaws that that may happen you know okay. along the way you know so yeah business plan is important and so what's um what is that thing that you feel that shouldn't be excluded from a business plan from a good business plan uh sales strategy 
sales strategy. Yes, you need to have that. That's the that's that's the life beat, you know, of every business. What are your plans uh, for expansion? Make money. Yes, how to make money? Yeah, yeah, that, that's <laughs> what we are in business for. Actually, <laughs> we need to make this money, you know. And so that must not be told with what are you looking at? How are you? Uh, where is the money coming from? How do you want to get it? Who are the people you are looking to get that funds from? Okay. So those are the things on that sales strategy, and you need to have that in place. Now, I was thinking maybe like um um the team, because you can have everything, even the money, and you have the wrong team, and everything falls apart. Okay. Yes. Actually, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The team that is people too that you work with. Yes, everything rises or falls. Because some people uh, wish <laughs> they sent them from the village. <laughs> to come and take the destiny of your business yes you need you need to work with the right people but you know at that stage at the business plan stage um you are just still planning about the business you've not even thought about the people you know just yet you want to see how everything how the business can breathe on its own stand on its own but yes before it can start moving you need the people so you need the right set of people on board actually and (laughs) You know. Anyways, um, for those that are uh, that are joining in, you can still start from the beginning to listen. We're talking about um five critical steps to help scale your business. That means you must have already started something. So it is for everybody, even if you're a lone man business, a one man business, you're selling online or physical um, um space or a service agency or whatever, whatever it is that you do, this is for you. The five critical steps they help you. Um, scale up, increase your capacity and capability, like um, Busola said. So, um, what's the last word before we move? Because it's a very short one today. Okay, I just want to encourage everyone in business that, you know, keep going. Keep going. You know, um, most times you may just feel like giving up. That, I mean, am I making sense? You know, is it worth it? And for most of us in the entrepreneurial space, you get that feeling a lot, you know, a lot of times. But keep going, you know, eventually consistency pays, you know, and then keep the big picture, you know, in mind. You knew what you saw when you started, you know, keep that picture and then have have stories too all around you, you know, Uh, just like I I discussed while, you know, earlier today with... um, Babalala, that you know, sometimes people talk about just the success stories. Okay, we need to hear the failure stories too. The as failure, well. yes, yeah, because once you hear some failure stories, you you know that you're not alone. Yeah, you know that is. okay, 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 I'm still okay. <laughs> it's okay to have failed, <laughs> you know, but part. then you really, really fail when you give up on it and then you totally just cave in, you know. But it's okay to fail sometimes, but keep the dream alive and keep up with consistency yeah, thank, thank you very you. much yeah and you should know that the rouse podcast exists for you we want to see you grow we want to help you grow we want you to contribute to the space the entrepreneurial space the sme space in nigeria in africa even all over the world so please we need to hear your success stories even your failures they can like um so i stated earlier they can um inspire somebody else they can um impact one lesson on the two you don't have to go to something experientially for you to for someone to learn from it you can learn from other people's mistakes and we are not saying these stories or we don't want to sell these stories because we want to mock you or something no it is to bring into perspective what could be done right in the kind of next time in the case of next time and also to help you to also reevaluate like you said reevaluate what you did wrong and also know what to um, plan for in the nearest future so with this i'll be signing up i remain your host backring and this is the rouse bye
Peace out.